Hello, and welcome back to the Birdie and the Bees podcast. I'm your host, Alex Orr, aka Birdie. On this podcast, we're talking all things health and wellness beyond aesthetics. I'm here to help guide you into a better relationship with your body, with food, with exercise, and everything else in between. So grab a snack, sit down, relax, and enjoy. Welcome back for another episode, you guys. Happy to have you here. I woke up in a great mood. A great mood. It was one of those mornings where I just jumped out of bed, like, super joyful. And I used to have those mornings a lot, but I honestly haven't had them in a while just because life's been stressful. It's been stressful, so getting up sometimes can be hard, but it was really nice to have one of those mornings. So I'm feeling good, feeling great, feeling refreshed, ready for the day. I hope everyone else is having a great day. Anyways, let's just jump right into the episode today because I'm just really excited to talk about this. We're talking about eating. I love to eat. I love food. It's a great topic, but specifically we're talking intuitive eating and mindful eating. We're going to break down what does it mean How do you get there? Because ultimately, we want every human on this earth to succeed at intuitive and mindful eating because that means that we're able to listen to our bodies. We're able to understand the cues and messages that are sent to us. We're able to be self-aware and to just eat a healthy diet while also having a healthy relationship with food overall. That is the ultimate goal. We are not met on this earth to diet, to restrict, to try to constantly lose weight. We're meant to consume the food that our body wants. You know, our body's going to tell us how hungry we are. Our body's going to tell us what we're craving. Our body's going to tell us how much food we need in order to survive, and our body is going to sit at a weight that it wants to be at, not at a weight that we decide. So, yeah, let's uh, dig right in. Let's start with intuitive eating. What exactly is intuitive eating? I think a lot of people know intuitive eating as kind of the foundation, which is eating to your hunger, your appetite, and your cravings, but it definitely goes deeper than that. But let's just start with your hunger, your appetite, your cravings, and let's break those three things down. What are the differences? Because some people don't always know the difference between the three, especially between appetite and hunger. What are the difference? Hunger is going to be regulated by grenolin. Grenolin is your hunger hormone. Your appetite will be regulated by leptin. Leptin is the hormone that tells you when to eat. Or leptin is the hormone that tells you when you are full and when you are satisfied. So your hunger is going to be what kicks in when your body is hungry, when your body needs food. Your appetite essentially tells you how much food you need to eat. So hunger, 
tells you when to eat. Appetite tells you how much to eat. Sometimes we have a really big appetite. We want a really big meal. Sometimes we have a really small appetite and it's a small meal. Either way, we're always going to feel hungry at the same time, if that makes sense. So the difference, pretty simple. Hunger tells us when to eat. Appetite tells us how much to eat. Granulin and leptin are those hormones that regulate that. Then we have our cravings. Our cravings are mostly going to be based on the vitamins and the nutrients, the macronutrients, the micronutrients, what we need. So, for example, let's say our body is lacking a little bit of iron. With that being said, you might find yourself craving leafy greens, red meat, beans, chocolate, all the things that would supply you with iron. When we're sick, for example, we're craving vitamin C, so we want those like citrusy bright fruits like oranges, for example. Your cravings are there to make sure that your body is getting all the nutrients and minerals and vitamins that it needs in order to survive. Now, sometimes cravings can be really, really specific. And that's like, let's, for example, let's say you're craving a burger, like a fat, juicy burger. That simply is just out of desire. You know, we, it, we as humans, we have taste buds, we enjoy food. And so cravings aren't always going to be like very specific, you know, oh, I'm craving this nutrient, I need this nutrient. Sometimes it will be specific foods, like I'm craving ice cream, I'm craving a burger, I'm craving chocolate, I'm craving a salad, whatever it may be. Our cravings are going to just be simply not just for a survival thing, but also for an enjoyment thing. And we're going to kind of get into what happens when you ignore those cravings a little bit later. But... Let's continue with intuitive eating. So intuitive eating is learning how to listen to your body and understand your cues. Understanding, you know, when I'm hungry, you feel hungry, you eat. And understanding your appetite of like, okay, I feel this amount of hungry, so I'm going to eat this amount. And that is going to go down to the part of like, you're not going to eat more than you need in a meal. Sometimes that happens. Is that fine? Yeah, that's perfectly fine. But it shouldn't be happening at every single meal where you find yourself like not able to stop consuming the food when you feel satisfied. That's you ignoring your appetite. And then, of course, cravings. Ignoring cravings can cause a lot of issues. Ignoring cravings often leads to binging. Let's say you have this craving for chocolate, but you see chocolate as a quote-unquote bad food. So you ignore that craving and you eat a salad instead. That's not going to suppress the craving because you didn't eat chocolate, you ate a salad. It's not going to suppress it. So you're going to keep trying to Eat, you're going to eat more food because you're not going to feel satisfied. You're going to eat that salad and it's not going to satisfy you. You're still going to be like, hmm, I'm still 
like hungry for something. And it's simply because you didn't eat that piece of chocolate. So you end up eating way more than a tiny little piece of chocolate simply because you didn't listen to a craving. And oftentimes, let's say you've ignored yourself from eating a piece of chocolate for so long, you finally get chocolate on your hand and you can't stop eating it. And you just binge out on the the chocolate. Happens a lot with people with ice cream. Think about how many times like you may not had full control of a tub of ice cream, right? People, I hear it all the time. They're like, oh, I can't keep chips or I can't keep ice cream in my house because when I eat it, when I have it, I eat the whole thing. And the reason that you're eating the whole thing is because you're restricting yourself from having it when you truly want it. And so you, when you do have it, you just eat the entire thing because you've been so deprived of it. But if you keep it in your house and you eat it when you want it, you're not going to find yourself eating the whole tub. Do if do you have if you had a night that you did eat the whole tub, is that necessarily a binge? No. But if it's happening quite frequently, it could be a binge. It really it really kind of comes down to the intentions behind it. If you find yourself eating a tub of ice cream uncontrollably, it's a binge. If you find yourself eating a tub of ice cream because you're just enjoying it and that's that, it's not necessarily a binge. Listening to our hunger, our appetite, and our cravings are super, super important because when we ignore them, things can get out of control. Our body gets angry with us. Our body does not like when we try to ignore them. Our body does not like when we try to suppress them. There are things that, you know, diet culture has created like pills and teas and all kinds of stuff to try to suppress your appetite and hunger. That will lead to a hormonal imbalance and it will bring your body out of whack. And then you wonder why, you know, you were trying to suppress your appetite for so long, you lost the weight, but then all of a sudden you gain the weight back and then some. And it's because of this vicious cycle, because you weren't listening to your body you were ignoring your body, and you were messing with its hor- your hormones. Therefore, your body tacks back to in order to protect itself, in order to keep it alive. But let's go into the deeper side of intuitive eating, because intuitive eating is not just listening to your body and eating accordingly. Intuitive eating also includes that enjoyment side to it, and it also includes kind of preparation as well. So let's say you have a meeting at 12 o'clock and 12 o'clock tends to be the time that you get hungry for lunch, okay? But if you have this meeting at 12 o'clock, you obviously can't eat lunch at that time. So instead of hitting that 12 o'clock time and feeling super, super hungry, and then you get out of that meeting and you have to like eat food as fast as you can because you're extremely hungry because you weren't able to eat at the time that you normally get hungry, you can prepare. So you eat beforehand at 11 o'clock. Maybe you're not as hungry, but as long as you eat something, that will curb that hunger that's going to hit at 12 o'clock. And then when you get out of that meeting, you won't be starving. And then you can eat a meal without this like hangriness and and without like feeling like you need to attack food because you you know weren't prepared for that hunger that had come along and then we have the enjoyment side of it so for example holidays holidays or parties or whatever it may be 
going to a holiday party, intuitive eating at a party would look like simply enjoying the food without any rules or restrictions behind it. You didn't feel like you had to eat a meal beforehand so that you wouldn't eat the food at the party. You didn't feel like you had to portion out your foods when you were at the party. You didn't feel like you had to stay away from the bread or the cheese. You just simply enjoyed the food. Maybe you got a little bit of each item that's there so that you could try everything. Um, Maybe you went for a second plate because you weren't satisfied after the first plate. Intuitive eating at a party, intuitive eating in a place of enjoyment is simply just eating without any rules, without any plan. Like you don't need to have a plan before you eat. You're just there and you're enjoying yourself and it's all good, right? But I know that some people may struggle with overeating when there's a lot of food present. So how do you prevent that? Making sure this is where mindful eating comes into play. So let's explain mindful eating real quick. Mindful eating is simply just being aware of the foods that you eat. This is not tracking calories or tracking macros. This is simply just being aware of getting in your vegetables each day, your fruit, your vegetables, getting in your carbs, your protein, your fats, getting in your water intake. It's simply just making sure you're being a little bit aware, you know, being aware of like your sugar, your salt intake, not necessarily looking at the numbers, but making sure that you're eating in moderation and making sure that you're prioritizing the healthier foods over the not so healthy foods, but still enjoying the healthy foods. So mindful eating, there's no rules, there's no tracking, there's no counting, but it's simply just being aware of what you're consuming. So how do you avoid overconsumption while intuitively eating at a party? You incorporate mindful eating. And this means that you're going to enjoy the breads and the cheeses, but maybe you're going to have, you know, make sure you have some veggies on the side. Those veggies allow you to not only get some nutrients into your body, but they're also packed with fiber and fiber fills us. So that can avoid from you eating a little bit too much of the bread and the cheese that don't have as much filling fiber in it. So really just being able to kind of like, okay, I'm going to have a little bit of this, but I'm also going to have some of this, knowing that this will fill me up. And also protein. We always lack protein, especially women. It's very, very common for women to lack their protein content. So another thing that will also help fill you up is protein consumption. So making sure that you're putting protein on that plate, putting some some fiber on that plate, all the things that will keep you filled while also being able to enjoy the other foods so that you can avoid overconsumption. Day by day, what does intuitive and mindful eating really look like? It really is 
going down to listening to your body, but also understanding your schedule, understanding, you know, or knowing, having the knowledge of when you tend to get hungry. And if you have obligations, you know, we're very busy people. If you have obligations that tend to get in the way of when you get hungry, having something on hand, always having a snack on hand or, or eating something prior to your obligation, being prepared is going to be super, super important because we don't want to get to that point where we're overly hungry. We don't want to get hangry. Nobody likes being hangry. No one likes being around a hangry person. That is obviously no fun. And then, of course, mindful eating, you know, being aware of what we're consuming each day. Are we consuming enough protein? Are we including protein in every single one of our meals? Are we consuming carbs? Are we consuming carbs in every one of our meals? Our healthy fats. We need our healthy fats. They're super important. Healthy fats help balance our hormones. Carbs help give us energy, especially for our brain. It's our brain's number one source of energy. Not only keeps us running physically, but also keeps us running cognitively. So we need all these things. You know, protein, like I said, it keeps us full, but also it helps with our muscles. It helps build muscles. Carbs, they regulate our blood sugar. Fats, like I said, they help regulate our hormones, but also they're a second source of energy when we run out of energy from our carbs. So all these things are super, super important. And then, of course, we have our micronutrients, which include our vitamins, our minerals. So those are going to be found in mostly our vegetables and our fruits, which also can be found in other sources as well as like our protein sources and our fat sources. But obviously, a lot of it is going to be in those colorful fruits and vegetables. So making sure that we have variety in our day. Are we incorporating variety? Or are we eating the same meals every single day? Are we eating the same vegetables every single day? Are we eating multiple different colors? Or are we just eating green vegetables? Are we skipping out of our fruit? Or are we making sure we're getting at least two servings of fruit a day? So really important things to be aware of in order for us to function because food is fuel and food gives us energy because calories comes from food and calories equals energy. And if food is not providing you with energy, then something's not right there and you should probably seek some medical attention because that means something may be off. But also, you know, we need our vitamins and minerals in order for our body to go through with its physiological processes, such as making sure our digestive system is working, our urinary tract system, um, what else do we have going on? We have our blood cells, we have our heart, we have our lungs, like all those things. In order for them to function, they need the vitamins and nutrients that we get from food. There are some vitamins and nutrients that our body makes on its own, but there are also essential ones that we need to consume from food. And those essential vitamins that we have to consume, there's 12 vitamins and minerals that are essential that we have to get from our food. And that includes vitamins A, C, D, E, and K, along with the B vitamins, which is thiamine, B1, riboflavin, B2, niacin, B3, B5, B6, B12, biotin, and folic acid. And then the minerals include 
calcium, phosphorus, potassium, sodium, chloride, magnesium, iron, zinc, iodine, sulfur, cobalt, copper, fluoride, manganese, and selenium. Obviously, that's a lot to remember, and you don't necessarily need to remember them, but more so you need to make sure that you're incorporating var incorporating variety and getting lots of different colors in your diet and that can ensure that you're getting enough vitamins and nutrients and if you do feel like you're having some off symptoms it could be a nutrient deficiency and it might be best to get some blood work done and see a dietitian to see if you have any nutrient deficiencies going on so let's say you have been the person to do a lot of dieting in your life and feel like you constantly are having to quote-unquote watch what you eat how do you get yourself from that place where you feel you have a lot of food rules or restrictions into a place of intuitive and mindful eating the first thing is really to break down those rules and restrictions that you may have and these rules can be so many different things. It could be a rule of you don't allow yourself to eat past seven. Or it could be simply like you have to eat at specific times. Like, oh, it's five o'clock, then I should probably eat. Or it's 12 o'clock, I should probably eat lunch. Instead of following those times, more so following what your body says. And your body does some, tend to naturally get hungry around the same times each day but it doesn't mean that you need to really be so strict on focusing on those times and just rather feeling like you're hungry when that time rolls around rather than thinking oh it's this time I should eat um also having kind of like if you let's say you had a snack an hour ago and you feel hungry again oh well I didn't there's not enough gap time between that snack and this meal so I need to wait a little longer to eat get rid of that rule if you're hungry you're hungry and eat it doesn't matter if you ate 20 minutes ago five minutes ago sometimes your hunger works in weird ways and it gets hungry a lot faster just because diet culture may say like you need to eat every three hours or you need to eat every five hours whatever it may be don't listen to that because your body has other plans for you really comes down to listening to your body so breaking down those rules that you have and this could even be like specific things like oh I don't allow myself to eat this because I can't control myself around it the more you you allow yourself to eat that food the more you'll have control over it the control just comes naturally when we allow ourselves to have it think about you know in life when your mom told you that you can't do something it makes you want to do it more so having rules it just throws you off and it can lead to disorderly habits or even eating disorders as well so that's going to be the first step is breaking down any kind of rule that you may have around food and helping yourself create a better relationship around food rather than having some type of fear or or worry you know stop worrying that food is going to make you gain weight or shape your body in a way that you don't want to and look at food as a source of fuel and also as a source of enjoyment because 
we have taste buds, we are humans, we're allowed to enjoy the food that we consume. And it doesn't matter if you ate more than you usually do one day, you don't have to eat less the next day. Your body knows exactly how to eat accordingly. Because if your body, if you ate a little bit more the day before, you may naturally find that you have a little bit less of an appetite the next day. Your body knows what to do in order to maintain your body weight. So just go with the flow and stop forcing it to happen and your body will fall into place and it will do exactly what it has to do in order to survive. Overall, at the end of the day, intuitive eating and mindful eating is really just eating. It's eating with no rules. It's eating with no restrictions and simply just learning to listen to your body and to enjoy life, to enjoy food, and to also be a little bit more self-aware so that you can take care of your health and make sure that you're getting in the proper nutrients each and every day. I hope this podcast has brought you value today. I really love talking about this topic and I'd love to talk more on this topic as I am a certified nutrition coach. So of course, I'd love to give some more nutritional advice. If you haven't already, please subscribe to this podcast so that you don't miss an episode. And if you want more health and wellness things on the daily, you can follow me on Instagram. That's at Nourish Birdie. And I will see you guys here next week. Bye.